Welcome back, guys, to the second episode of the Cinematch Podcast, the show where we take two of Hollywood's greatest movies, pitting them against each other as we debate and rate them. I've got some good news and I've got some bad news this week, as unfortunately I did mess up the recording like an idiot. Um, so it's only going to be an audio-only podcast. So if any of you are looking forward to staring at my face for 30 minutes, I apologise. Um, but on the flip side, it's a fun episode that I'm sure you'll enjoy. I've got a great guest this week and we're covering two incredible movies. So without further ado, here's the show. I hope you enjoy and thanks for watching. This week, we are going to be covering two of the Cornetto trilogy, Edgar Wright's wonderful series of films with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, joining me today is a man I know very little about, but is a Blackman Rovers fan, so I immediately know he's got fantastic taste. Uh, he um, has studied film, so he's already more qualified to talk about this than I am. But I'm going to pass it on to him. James, I just want to talk like uh, about your experience with film and like um, your passion for film and like how, how when when was it when you really took an interest in the subject? Um, so I started out. Uh, it was I did a GCSE in media studies at school. Um, I never really enjoyed school. Ne- never got Maybe on with not. any subject. Never got on with any subject whatsoever. Um, and the GCSEs options came, options came about, and um, I'm all, I'm a big fan of the James Bond franchise. I always have been, and um, the one of the teachers said, "Oh, we're focusing on James Bond." So I said to my dad, "I said I may as well go for it, see what happens." Um, went for it, did a lot of James Bond stuff for my two years, loved it. Went to college, did the BTEC media, loved that, and then I went to university and did a film and media studies, um. It was meant to be. They were meant to merge with a film production course to be a bit of practical on on hand stuff. That never came about, and um, so it was just three years of pure theory, and I hated it. But I, because I liked film so much, it was worth it in the end. Um, big TV fan, big film fan. So, did you have to watch a lot of films then on that course? Um, I watched a lot of films that I had never heard of. So, yeah. um, the one with Chinatown. I don't know if you ever watched that. I've not watched I it, never wa- I know what it is. I never watched that until university. I never actually heard of it until university, and that's probably one of the best films I've ever watched. It was amazing. Um, usually when the assignments came about, they'd go pick a film, kind of write a little review about it, and then sometimes they'd give you a film and you'd have to go watch it and then write a, an essay on it. Um, but my passion with film is I just love the behind-the-scenes stuff, so how it's made, how much it costs. CGI's and everything like that. An example being, I, I, every Mission Impossible film, I always watch the behind the scenes stuff because I know Tom Cruise does his own stunts. So I always watch the behind the scenes stuff because I just think it, I just find it fascinating. So you're obviously looking forward to the new one that's coming out in a few weeks. And I've actually been watching, going yeah. my way through the Mission Impossible series now, like just to watch them all just before it comes out. Yeah, um, I love the Mission Impossible. I love any franchise, really. James Bond, Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible. But no I've, I've got I'm similar with um when I was little, I'm a big Star Wars fan. And when I think just after Avenger the Sith came out, my mum my bought me a, a book and it was like um, The Making of. And I was like nine mm. years old, but I must have read that back to front like five times because it was on about like the concept art, the, the production design and stuff. And I found it so fascinating. So even though yeah. sometimes I'll just watch the making of documentaries on like YouTube and stuff for certain films. Like I've watched the Bachelor Future one about 15 times because it's my favourite film. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm very similar to you, and I, I love that sort of stuff. Funnily, I've never watched Back to the Future. It's the one you, ones I've you've never watched, watched Back to the Future? I'm worried about the Future shit as we <laughs> speak, and there's a poster. 
right there. <laughs> back <laughs> yeah, to the future and Pulp, Back to the Future and Pulp Fiction, arguably two of the best films ever. I've not watched either of them. Well, I was just gonna point out there as well. That's a Pulp Fiction poster, funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know why I'm I've I don't know why I've never watched them. I've obviously I watched clips of Back to the Future, but I've never actually sat through the whole film in the same with Pulp Fiction. I don't know why. You definitely should. I think I've watched Back to the Future three times since January already this year. Like I'm <laughs> I think I, I think I need to. Yeah, it is worth watching. Um, Pulp Fiction is a little bit harder to get through, but it's also really good. So I do recommend both. Um, so talking about the films we're covering today, obviously we were discussing earlier this week about doing the show, and I sent you like a list of different like duos we could do, and this was the one you jumped straight to. So can you tell me about your relationship with Edgar Wright's uh, Cornetto trilogy and these two films in particular? Um, well, first I love Cornettos. It's one of my favourites. Um, so that was a big plus. Um, I like Sean Pegg as an actor. I think he's brilliant. And Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know why I Simon Pegg, I think he's brilliant. And um, it was Hot Fuzz was always the film that I I lent towards growing up as a teenager. Um, I just thought it was really funny. It was really fast-paced. And it just suited me down to a T. Um I, and then I and then I came across Shaun of the Dead. I didn't actually realise it was a trilogy until after I watched Hot Fuzz. Um, and Shaun of the Dead was just one of them where you can just relax, switch off. You don't have to think about anything. It was just a really good, funny film at the time. And it still yeah. is, really. It's, it still is. I remember when Shaun of the Dead came out and my friend showed it me. I must be like eight years old. And because I was eight, it actually like straight up fucking terrified me. And <laughs> yeah. it's funny watching it back now because I'm like, this is just like so funny and like the least scary thing I've ever seen. But as an eight-year-old, there were little moments that like really meshed with me as a kid. So it was funny re-watching it as an adult and being like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But it's the yeah. same with Hot Fuzz, I guess. Some of the scenes in that are quite grim. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of word. Yeah, grim is probably the best word for it. Like, it's yeah. it's definitely not for children. No, it's definitely not. I think you have to be at least over 12 to watch it because a couple of the end scenes, don't want to spoil it in case people haven't watched it, but a couple of the end scenes are just really gory. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was just, it's just a really good film. And I've, I've got to commend Edgar Wright. It was, they're just three, all three really, they're just really good films where you don't have to think really hard about them. You can just switch off. And just have have a good time watching them. Yeah. So without further ado, we'll get started. Um, I will say now, just in case I, because I'm terrible for it, but just in case I do mention any spoilers, spoiler alert for anyone watching, so they can't complain because I'm terrible for it. I can't like <laughs> so I, I know I'm going to end up slipping up at some point. Um. So what we'll do is we'll rotate each category. So we'll, the first one, I'll list my score first and give a little bit of a. Uh, like information about why I went with what I did. And then when we get to the next category, you can go first and just vice versa. We'll go through like that. Yeah. Um, so first of all, we've got main character. Obviously, Sean of the Dead's got Sean, the slob that works in the shop, who's a bit of a bum. Not as much as a bum as his best friend, but he's quite an irresponsible, immature adult who's content in his ways. And obviously, it's um, his ways are just sitting at the pub, drinking at the Winchester of his best friend. And it's like... He's essentially a child in an, an adult's body. Um, compare that to Hot Fuzz, and you couldn't get a more different Simon Pegg portrayal as Nicholas Angel. Got to be one of the most try-hard characters I've ever seen in my life. Like it's obviously done on purpose, but like just to see he's such a cliche. Like some of the lines he draws fucking kill me. Like it's so funny. <laughs> um, but I think because of 
my relationship to both films and how synonymous I think the characters are with them. I think I went 10-9 in Shaun of the Dead's favourite because I just, the, the, the look's iconic in the white shirt with a red tie. Um, the film's literally named after him. Um, he's, like I said, I watched that at eight years old, so I've been, I've, I was much more familiar with that for much longer than I have been Hot Fuzz. Um, and I just think the character's a lot more lovable. Like, I think Nicholas Angel's quite funny, but also, have I ever met the guy in real life? I think he was an absolute dick. So, yeah, he um, was. Yeah, I think I, I went 10 9 to with Shaun of the Dead. So, what did you go with? Uh, I kind of went the opposite. I, I tipped in Hot Fuzz's favour, mainly just because of my affiliation with the film. Um, I think the way Hot Fuzz is set out, it's always it's really fast paced and um, it's just full of action, full of one line, it's full of comedy. And that just suited me down to a team more than Shaun of the Dead did. Obviously, with Shaun of the Dead, he's, like you said, a child in a man's body. He's he's struggling to kind of make his way through life as such. Um, so, yeah, I tipped it to 10 hot fuzz and 9 Shaun of the Dead. We were going straight reversals. We're disagreeing right yeah. off the bat. That makes for an interesting <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, so, we are wasting time. We'll go to the next one, which I had the supporting cast. Um, I'll let you go first on this one because I think, well... Both films just have incredible casts. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll let you talk about that first and give me your opinion. I kind of, I went even Stevens. I put them both at an 8.5. And with Hot Fuzz, it's kind of like a community family, not a community kind of vibe. Everyone knows each other. It's a small village. And I, and ev- and the way it was set out is that you didn't see anyone random that you didn't know in any way. So like, and... Um, the supermarket, everyone knew each other in the supermarket. The florist, everyone knew there. The church, when everyone was congregated in that little cult, everyone kind of knew each other. Whereas in Shaun of the Dead, it was more of a family feel. Very close-knit, close friends, close family. So, yeah, I tipped it even Stevens with that one. I couldn't I couldn't sway it either way. That's fair enough. I actually went quite one-sided in Hot Fuzz's favour because I think, well, Shaun of the Dead's got a decent cast that's quite small. Some of the names that are just in Hot Fuzz is fucking incredible. Like, you've, yeah. you've got people like Olivia Coleman in, like, supporting roles as a horny soul policewoman in the, the force. Yeah. You've got, like, Jim Broadbent playing an incredible villain. Same with um, Timothy Dalton. I think him as Simon Skinner is so funny. Some of the lines he comes out with, yeah. it's just incredible. And even just, like, Stephen Merchant's cameo I love Stephen Merchant, so that on its yeah. own might have been enough to swear me. So I went 10-8 with that one because I think while Hot Fuzz has some good performances like Bill Nye um, as Philip and stuff like that, I just don't think sure volume, I think everyone in Hot... Uh, sorry, did I just say Hot Fuzz? I meant Shaun of the Dead. If I did. <laughs> but anybody, everyone in Hot Fuzz, I think across the board is just much better. Um, and I think from... Just a recognisable cast. I just think from top to bottom, it's incredible. So I actually yeah. went quite one-sided in Hot Fuzz's favour there, which uh, surprised me going in, because I actually just assumed that I'd go more in favour of Sean O'Dell. But when I sat and thought about it, it worked out the way it did. Um, similarly, we'll move on to the villain of the story. Uh, of Sean O'Dell's not really got a particular villain. It's just an entire horde of zombies. It's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Whereas similarly, Hot Fuzz hasn't got a singular villain. It's an entire village um, spearheaded by Simon Skinner and um, Jim Broadbent's, Jim Broadbent's character. Um, I actually went with Hot Fuzz again this time because I think while the zombies are really entertaining, it's really, I love like watching like zombie movies and stuff and zombie TV shows. 
and like Apocalypse is I find entertaining. I can yeah, I can't watch enough for them. The 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 lack of like depth and there's no understanding. They're just mindless creatures. Um, I think that lent in Hot Fuzz's favor, and I just think the entire village being in on it. The first time I watched that, I thought it was such a cool twist. So um and. The reasoning just being that they want to protect the village, it's one of the goofiest things I've ever heard, but I also think it's really funny. So I went 10-9 yeah. in Hot Fuzz's favour that time. I actually went the same. Did you? Um, oh, then we finally yeah. agree. Yeah, I just think the way the villains were set out in Hot Fuzz was much better organised than the Shaun of the Dead one. Obviously, the zombie apocalypse and Shaun of the Dead didn't really feel like there was much thinking going into it. They just wanted to make a good, funny zombie apocalypse film, which it was. Um, it felt like in Hot Fuzz it was much more organised, much more detailed. Every character was a every villain had its own little storyline backlog behind it. Um, so yeah, I tipped it ten nine as well. That's good. Um, so after villain we've got story. So again, it's quite similar to the villain essentially. Just obviously Shaun of the Dead story is just the zombie apocalypse and like the group banding together and how they're just trying to survive. Whereas the Hot Fuzz story is obviously Nicholas Angel being sent to the uh, tiny village. Uh, is it a village or a town? I can't remember. Samford. Um, yeah, I think it was a village. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. It's because they say the village of the year. Um, yeah. yeah, but him being sent there and having to do with like, this little underlying conspiracy. Um, so I'll let you go first this time on and give your score and reasoning. I went story nine. Uh, st- oh, I went even Stevens. I went nine nine. Um Shaun of the Dead was more of like, kind of, it felt a bit like a video game in terms of a survival of a video game. Obviously, they use shovels and whatever they can find. Um, so it was just a really funny, witty kind of storyline of survival, basically, and going to the pub and why you've got to the pub in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and think you can survive there, I'll never know. But the story with um, Hot Fuzz, obviously, like you said, Nicholas Angel, Simon Pegg, he, he's a very robust to the book kind of police officer and when he gets sent to this village he's kind of um, it feels a bit like he's out of his depth not well not out of his depth but, but like he's struggling he's coming from something so serious to something that's not as serious and the, the most crime is stealing a goose it it kind of he's kind of looks like he's struggling to fit in a bit and try and relax himself so yeah I went I went even Stevens with that one because I thought both storylines were good in its own way yeah, I agree. They are both really enjoyable. Um, but it's inter- interesting you said that about the go to the pub because I think like, everyone's been asked at some point, "Where would you go if a zombie apocalypse happens now?" And I don't think, <laughs> I don't think pub would be in my top ten answers. No, so it was I quite a bold decision. Um, again, though, surprisingly, I went in Hot Fuzz's favour um, because while I really enjoyed the story of Shaun of the Dead, um, and I love just the premise, like it's just a couple of idiots just trying to figure out how to survive and they go to the family and the girlfriend and stuff like that and get everyone in the pub. I think Sean of the um, Hot Fuzzy story where at first you don't really know what's going on, he's been sent there and it feels like there's a, like a, it's almost like a slasher at one point and um, you're trying to figure it out and then it's more like a conspiracy and it's like um, when it is revealed like who's behind it all and all that, and um, he has to leave and come back with the guns and stuff. And it turns into just like a mad fucking action movie towards the end, which is just so much fun to watch. I think in that sense, with the little tw- uh, twists and turns, I think for that reason alone, it puts Hot Fuzz ahead of me. So I went 10-9 again, which is, again, really surprising. I just assumed I'd be slightly more biased towards Shaun of the Dead coming into the rewatches. Um, 
But so far, I've been fairly on Hot Fuzzy's side, which is really surprising. Um, so again, we'll go next to the Open, uh, the best opening out of the two. So obviously, Shaun of the Dead opens with Sean sat in the Winchester, as per usual, with Liz uh, discuss- discussing their relationship and how unhappy she is. And it obviously pans out and we see Ed's there and then we see her friends, Diane and David, are there. Um, and it's just it's a nice, nice introduction to the group and it immediately shows you, like, the sort of characters they are. Um, it immediately shows Ed's just like a just a bum. Yeah, <laughs> and it shows a, how quick how it shows quick, quick. they don't take anything seriously. Yeah, he's another one though where I think he's hilarious. But if I met him in real life, I probably wouldn't like him. No, <laughs> but uh, it really it shows quickly like the dynamics between the characters and um, how everyone feels about each other. So it was really nice opening. Whereas I think Hot Fuzz obviously opens. It's essentially like a video CV. It's like it's just. Nicholas yeah. Angel's best bits and it's just played like with the dramatic music and it's all like really intense but I think it's really funny so surprisingly again I went 10-9 in favour of Hot Fuzz because I just I can't watch that opening without laughing I just think it's so cheesy and it immediately shows you the sort of character Nicholas Angel is so I think for that reason alone I had to go with Hot Fuzz I'm the same I went with Hot Fuzz I put Hot Fuzz 9 and Sean and the Day, Sean and the Day 8 and like you said with Hot Fuzz, it's very serious and fast-paced and it, you get to instantly know who he is before even meeting anyone else in the film, which I which I really liked. But with, like I said, with Sean and Red, you instantly see that dynamic establishing shot of all the other ca- different characters and you kind of get a feel for who what everyone's like. But so, yeah, I can't watch that opening sequence without pissing myself. It's just, it's just so cheesy and so funny but so serious at the same time and I, I, I think if I I think if I saw that in real life and I was having someone I think I'd laugh which is which I which is why I tipped it in that in Hot Fuzz favour yeah I completely agree I think just that opening is so fucking funny uh, to completely switch it then we'll go to ending next um, I'll let you go first on this one um, I went Hot Fuzz I think because Hot Fuzz was such a starts off kind of like a calm film, then it then it gets more intense as it went on, and just the ending sequence of just pure action and mug shots, and I'm gonna end up spoiling it here. The bomb going off and him getting shot, and then him thinking he's dead and he's not dead, and that whole sequence was just good action and good funny parts of the film. You weren't expecting it. Obviously, him jumping in front of a bullet is not going to be funny in any circumstance, but the way, but the way it's portrayed was just kind of like a Superman slow mo dive, and the way he acts after it is like it. I I laughed. I probably shouldn't laugh, and that's really horrible, but I kind of laughed at that moment. Whereas, like in showing that it's kind of like shows a back to a back to normality kind of sense where it's like, okay. Him and his partner have sorted out their issues. He's kind of he's grown up a bit, and then goes into the shed and he's still acting like a prat with his best mate who's now zombified. So yeah, I tipped it towards Hot Fuzz. And what score did you give that one then? Uh, Hot Fuzz, I gave nine. Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, I gave eight. Cool. Uh, one thing I'll say about the Shaun of the Dead ending is I think it's so funny now because then it feels it's stupid how realistic it feels that yeah. if there were um if there was a zombie apocalypse like I feel like. 
the world would take advantage of the zombies and we'd have them in yeah. working manual labor or in game chores just to yeah. people's entertainment. So that was that's really funny how like genuine that somehow feels. Um but yeah, again I also the realism. Went, I also went hot for us just because I think that final showdown is so fun because it's for the last like 15, 20 minutes, it's just carnage and it just and it just goes without stopping and it's just non-stop. And I think that's yeah. such like so fun. And even when you think it's over and they're all relaxing in the station and then all of a sudden, um, I can't remember the name of the character, but he shows up and he's got the gun and that's when Danny yeah. takes the bullet and the bong, like I said, the bong goes off. Like, it's just crazy. Um, it, was that, it was that sequence as well of when he shot him and then the first thing he does is shout no and then kicks a bin at his head. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's, the last thing you expect to do is someone get shot is kick a bin at the red. Yeah, it's really funny how it worked. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny, like, watching it now as well, like, because they tried to tease that Danny's obviously dead and they yeah. reveal that it's not him, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, I think while Shaun of the Dead is a little funny and, like, with the way they treat the zombies and Ed being in the shed playing on the PlayStation, um, I think... The Hot Fuzz one is just way too exciting, and some of the like scenes and the stunts and stuff, it's just incredible. Yeah. So yeah, I also went with Hot Fuzz, but I went yeah. ten nine again. What I'll also say about the Shaun of the Dead ending, it was very uh, whereas the Hot Fuzz was just kept pure action from start from right up until it finished. The Shaun of the Dead one was quite a mellow, fitting end to what was a really funny storyline. Yeah, exactly. Um, so keeping it quite dark, we'll go to the best deaths. Because um, both <laughs> films are filled with a number of death scenes. Um, yeah. Some quite gory, some quite funny. Um, yeah. So I'll open up here on deaths, and I went 10 9 in favor of Shaun of the Dead this time. Um, because I think while Hot Fuzz has some incredible ones and some really gory ones, um, I think nothing will be just the sheer shock I first felt when I watched David just get pulled apart. Just like yeah. long limbs and stomach being open, like as it, I when I watched that as like a kid, and it just mortified me. Like yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And then I watch it now, and it's like so like ridiculous and over the top that it's almost quite funny. But on a on a completely different level, I think when Sean's mum passes as well, like it's a really emotional scene, and it moved me to tears um, when I rewatched it. So I think I didn't expect that. Uh, so to have those just the difference in like the scenario and the different, like the way each death can make you feel even like with Philip who you're not really supposed to like, but even his death yeah. obviously has great meaning. Like I just think there's a much more emotional impact in the deaths that um, Sean and Ed used. Whereas some of the ones in hot fuzz, like are really, really gory and, and quite shocking, but they didn't pack that same punch for me. I don't think so. I went 10, nine in favor of Sean of the dead. I went on the same. So obviously uh, with the Hot Fuzz one, the one that instantly sticks out to me is when he goes through the castle and he's got a, really the top of a castle sticking through his tongue. That's the one that immediately springs to mind. And it's it's kind of unrealistic in a way because you, you would never expect someone to fall into a miniature 3D village of the town, of the village you're living in and a castle top going through his through the tongue. But what, tip, what tipped it for me with Shaun of the Dead was the death of his mum was very emotional, which actually portrayed his relationship with his mum very well. And then obviously the death of Phil, which is, is it his dad or his stepdad? Stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah, he makes it, I think there's a, the, one of the quotes is he's not my daddy. I think he says it like six yeah. or seven times. He's very adamant that he's not his dad. Yeah. So, but that, that one was very, 
funny. It just could they smacked him over the head with a shovel and a bat and this, that and the other. And I think every death had a different meaning to it. So obviously his mum was very emotional because of the relationship he had, whereas the one with the stepdad wasn't as emotional. It was quite funny because he didn't really like him. So yeah, Shaun of the Dead tipped it for me. Um, and then this one isn't really anything major. I just thought with it being the Cornetto trilogy, we had to discuss uh, the Cornettos that the films are based on. So obviously Shaun of the Dead is based on the Strawberry Cornetto, whereas Hot Fuzz is the classic Cornetto. So I'll let you go first, just rating which, like, out of the two, which you prefer. Uh, I prefer the classic Cornetto, which works in my favour because I prefer Hot Fuzz out of the two films. Um, I think the classic Cornetto with a classic film, I think that just says it all, really. Uh, So what score did you give that one, then? Um, The Cornetto... Cornetto Classic, I gave 10, and the Strawberry, I gave 9. See, I've uh, I've gone the complete opposite. I went uh, 10-8 in favour of Shaun of the Dead, because I love a Strawberry Cornetto, whereas the Classic, uh, I wasn't too big on. Because am I right in believing the Classic, was that the one that had the little nuts on top? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not really a fan of that. I as well, but... I'm not really a fan of the nuts, so yeah, I went 10-8 for Strawberry, because I love a Strawberry Cornetto. Like, even now, I have, I'd have them whenever I can get my hands on them, whereas the Classic... It's not really for me. Uh, so, yeah, that's quite interesting, actually, because it makes it levels things up a bit because I've been quite one-sided towards Hot Fuzz so far, but as we're getting close for, like, favour through, it's starting to change a bit, and I've, it's starting to pull back and show the dead's favour, so it's going to be interesting to see, like, how the scores add up at the end. Um, so next, another one uh, that I felt we had to do for this is the best, like, version of the... Simon Pegg and Nick Frost double act. So, like, in Shaun of the Dead, you've obviously got Sean and Ed, the two best friends who... I think they said they've been best friends since they were in primary school, so they've obviously got that long relationship. They play off each other so well. Uh, and then you compare that to Hot Fuzz, where it's Nicholas Angel and Danny, who is, like, the idiot son of the head of police. Um, and just seeing them, like, their friendship blossom, in a sense, in that one. Um because obviously it's not the same dynamic because they've only just met and at first it's a little bit uneasy and it just grows throughout. Um, so with that, I actually went 10-9 in favour of Shaun of the Dead again. I think just with them being friends right off the bat and immediately getting that sort of relationship, I just felt like it was so so much fun to watch and the way they play off each other and the chemistry, it's just like undeniable. Whereas I think in Hot Fuzz, because they've got to build that friendship, it suffers a little bit, in my opinion, in comparison to the Shaun of the Dead. Like, don't get me wrong, I still really love um the relationship they have and like Danny showing uh Nicholas the point break and things like that and just like them bonding and eventually Nicholas learning to relax and like the way the friendship goes is really fun. But because of the dynamic that Ed and Sean have immediately and off the bat, it, I had to go 10-9 in favour of Sean of the Dead. I'm the same. I went 10-9 Sean of the Dead. Uh, I completely agree with everything you said. I can't really add much to it. It was just a in Shaun of the Dead, it was just it's just two best mates just trying to have survive and get through life essentially. Whereas in the Hot Fuzz, it does it does suffer a little bit because it takes a bit of time for them to get used to each other and like each other and bounce off each other. But when that gets flowing, it's it's just a really good relationship. But Shaun of the Dead tips it for me. Cool. And then the final category we've got is the best quotes. Um, and I know immediately we we said when we were discussing this, there's one that really stands out. Um, yeah, we'll get into that eventually. But both films are littered with some great quotes. Like even just rewatching um, 
Hot Fuzz last night. Like some of the quotes in that that I completely forgot and didn't even think about were just incredible. Like I even wrote some down just because <laughs> my memory is terrible. But like there, I think there's one, I think it's when they're in the middle of the showdown at the end in the supermarket and they're about to go in and one of the Andes says to Nicholas, he's like, oh, you think it's going to be a really emotional moment? And uh, he's going to give a like, really nice, nice, heartwarming quote. But I think he says something like, don't go being a twat now. Something like that. It's <laughs> yeah. so fucking funny. Or like um, the iconic one from that is like, it's the greater good. It's for the greater good. Things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of more that I've got. Um, I, I've got a couple if, you, if you're struggling. Yeah, um, go on. You you jump in with some. The start, the opening sequence where three different people ask him how the hand is and he goes, oh, stiff. Bit stiff. <laughs> and then... When he's in the pub acting all serious and he's asking people his ages and they go and they all mumble because they all tremble because they don't know what they're all underage and he just goes, get out. And yeah, then, I think there's the two... one in that when he asked the kid when, when he's birthed what what his uh, birthday is and he says like twenty yeah. second of February he says what year and the kid's like every year. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then one he asked one kid how old he is and he just goes ah he screams <laughs> and then, I just felt I just felt there there too that would be that spring to mind and they um. Supermarket, supermarket guy going, Yarp. Yeah. And then he has to imitate it and he goes, Narp. And I just thought that they were quite funny. There was one um when they're in the supermarket and one of the Andes gets shot and the other guy's mourning and he shouts something like, It's all right, Andy, it's just bolognese. And that quote yeah, is something like cool. I had a guy at school, like one of my friends, who used to quote that all the time. So that one really stuck out to me. Yeah, um so there are some really good one. ones in Hot Fuzz, but I feel like for obvious reasons, I've got Sean and the Dead ahead here. Uh, because while some of them does have some good ones, like even when you first meet them all and you're immediately introduced to Ed, who says, "Can I buy any of you cunts a drink?" Which is yeah. something me and my friends have said a lot to each other in the like growing up and like as we're adults now. But I think the obvious one from Sean and Ed is obviously I've written it down so I can get it word for word because it's quite long. <laughs> but it's obviously the plan when yeah. they're um, discussing what to do. And he says, "We'll go to the Winchester, have a nice pint, and wait for all- a nice cold pint. Sorry, and wait for all this to blow over." You see that on memes and stuff, even now. Yeah, like, it's just iconic, isn't it? It, it? It's no question. I don't think so. That one, no. even though there are some good stuff in Hot Fuzz, I think that quote alone would be enough to take it above. Um, yeah, I, just think it's I agree. Funny. Like, and it's just absurd. It's just, why would you go to a pint and have a, why would you go to the pub, have a cold pint and wait for a zombie apocalypse to blow over like it's not going to end in carnage? It was, it's just, it's just a really iconic quote. I still use it now. Um, my, my, my missus will go to, go to me. She goes, have you, have you had a bad day? I go, yeah. And she says, well, how are you going to make it better? I go, well, go to Winchester, have a cold pint and wait for it to blow over. I, it's just, it's just such an iconic line that I still say to this day. It's just, so it's just, it, that just, that quote alone just tips it. So there we go. That brings us to the end of another cinematch between two very good movies in Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. And tallying up my score, uh, I can't believe I'm even going to say this, and it feels like such a cop-out, but I've actually got the two movies tied at 94-94, which feels like a really cowardly decision. And it wasn't one I actually planned, I swear down. Like, that was not my intention, and it's actually quite surprised me because I thought I'd have Shaun of the Dead as an overwhelming favourite. So to see I've... I can't even split the two. Is is quite crazy. So uh, yeah, I had the movies tied. How did you score it? Uh, mine was ninety five, ninety two, I believe, in Hot Fuzz. Wow! So it was very, very close for both of us. Then, to be fair, yeah, I, d- I can't, I just can't separate the two. I think my my preference is Hot Fuzz, but well, there you have it then. 
It's a split decision favour in favour of Hotfuls with James scoring it in its favour. Well, I couldn't separate the two and one of the cheapest results ever in a tie. But yeah, that was quite fun. Thank you uh, for doing that. Um, I know we obviously spoke earlier that you guys do your own uh, Blackburn Rovers podcast. So where can people find that if they want to find it? It's called the 4,000 Holes podcast and you can find it on Spotify. Um, I'm not sure if other streaming platforms are available. I would have to find that one out. Um, uh, but it's been regular episodes throughout the season. I joined pretty much towards the end of the season. So I think we're having a little break and a reconvening before the start of the season. Hopefully tomorrow comes with some favourable fixtures, fixtures, even though I'm a bit nervous because I've, I'm feeling I'm just going to get like Leicester at home on a Friday night. Yeah, probably. Just get back yeah. to it immediately. Yeah, well, I, I think I'd rather get all the bad ones out of the way and win the easy ones. But then again, yeah. we can't win the, we sometimes can't win the easy ones. That's the ones we struggle with. Yeah, it'd be just uh, typical but, for us to batter, batter Leicester 4-0 and then lose 2-0 to QPR the next week. It'd just be typical. Yeah, probably. But uh, thank you for coming on anyway, mate. I really appreciate this. Um, we'll have oh, to no, do it time. again. Um, yeah, definitely. If there's any more films we can discuss, we'll do it again because it's been a ton of fun, this. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. And thanks to anyone that watched. Appreciate all the support. Um, I've not actually decided what movies to do next week, but keep an eye out on all of our social media channels as they'll be the first where I'll reveal it. Um, again, thanks, James, for coming on. I've really appreciated it. Thanks, guys, for listening and watching. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I'll see you all soon. Peace out. <laughs>